Hey everybody, this is Alex. I have something cool for you today. So, last week Natasha and I were on Extra Crunch Live and we were talking to Charles Hudson. And if you recall, Charles has actually been on this show a couple of times, most recently at Disrupt SF last year. Charles, of course, is a GP over at Precursor Ventures. Anyways, TechCrunch is doing an Extra Crunch Live series of kind of like, I don't know, really neat talks with founders and VCs, but because they're behind the paywall, most of you didn't get to hear it. So what we're doing today is, we're going back to our chat last week with Charles Hudson, We've pulled out the part that we think is the most relevant for y'all because we didn't want you to not get to hear it. So here's what's coming up. Charles invests in pre-seed companies, which means the earliest of stages. These are companies that are really, really nascent, small, that sort of thing. And uh, he had some advice for founders that are enduring the downturn that we thought was really kind of worth sharing. It's a discussion about when it's worth it to keep going and when it might not be. And it's not something you hear VCs talk about much because they don't want to ever you know, maybe sound a little bit too pessimistically honest. I don't know how quite to phrase it, but it's worth listening to. So we grabbed it for you and here it is in front of the paywall because uh, we couldn't not share it. So take a listen. I want to talk about um, the jump from pre-seed to seed to series A. We spoke to a workbench from uh, New York City. Oh, yeah. Great guys working in B2B. And they're big on the seed two round, you know, kind of some capital in between seed and series A that lets companies, you know, find product market fit and kind of gear up for larger raids. So they can kind of put more money and go to market. Advice must have changed that you're giving your founders about how to approach preparing themselves for the next stage of investment, the next stage in valuation, you know, just maturity as a startup. So I'm curious what different advice you're giving your portfolio companies today, especially as they think about surviving a time of uncertainty that could last for quarters. I think it's a really hard time as an investor to give companies definitive advice. So I've tried to tell them a couple of guiding principles. One, I would say if your numbers are not up and to the right, and we have companies that are accelerating growth during COVID because the product they have is uniquely levered to this moment. Ironically, these are the same companies that struggled to sell before because the status quo was so compelling. And I'd say if you're not one of the companies that's really growing through this, try to avoid raising in 2020 if you can. You might not be able to, but I would say if there's a way you can push your fundraise out to next year, I would do it. I think one of the toughest things I've seen in venture right now is that there's this weird dynamic where I think every investor has a different view for what's the right amount of runway for a company to have. I'd say the minimum I've seen people say is 12 months, but I've seen people out here advocating for 36 months. As you can imagine, if you're a founder, you run your business very differently on a 12 to call it 24 month runway than you would with a 24 to 36. And what I've told our portfolio company founders is remember, when this is over, whenever that is, I don't know when that will be, you're not just competing against companies that survived COVID. Like that's actually not the competitive set. The competitive set will be companies that survived COVID, companies that actually grew during COVID, and most importantly, brand new companies that are started on the other end that do not have any of the trauma of having gone through this. And so if you're surviving just to survive, I actually think, I don't know, this might be too touchy-feely. I really care about the people that we invest in and how they spend their time and their lives. And so I've asked a lot of our founders in our portfolio, are you excited and prepared to run this company for the next two years? Because if you, if you aren't, there's never been a better time to maybe fold. And I think like in an up market, nobody has that conversation because it feels like money's plentiful and everybody's going to get funded. 
So I've told people the other thing I'll say to your point about advice is you're probably not going to get the benefit of the doubt for unproven stuff in your business model today. Whereas maybe six months ago, if you had a business model that you hadn't rolled out and tested, but it felt really obvious, people might have said, yeah, that's probably going to work. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. In this environment, I would say like evidence beats everything. So if you've got something that your whole business hinges on, odds are much better that you're going to get money if you've proven it than if you're asking people to say, hey, give me this money. And then with your money, we will prove this really important thing. Okay. So summarizing that, just make sure that, I, that I'm getting this. You're not telling them, make sure you're growing at X percent so you can attract an investor in the next round. You're more saying, watch your runway, make sure that it's as long as probably can be. And then also make sure that you're completely into this because it's going to be a relatively long slog. And when you get to the end, it's going to be a, not just the competitors you've had all along, but an entire new crop of companies that are raising in more, I don't know, uh, happy times. And so there's going to be a new set of competition that arises right when you're just coming out of a thaw. Yeah, my biggest fear is that people are going to hunker down and have businesses that are just not interesting on the other side. Yeah. It'll be two people in a garage. It'll be flat forever. They'll, and I can say investors just aren't going to care. So like, what's the point of like surviving for survival's sake if you have to cut so deep that that's all you can do? I don't, I don't understand that logic. I understand getting slim enough to have a viable company on the other end. But just surviving for survival's sake strikes me as, a, as an odd choice. Hey, everybody. I uh, hope you liked that. Hope it was useful. If you do want to listen to the rest of it, of course, it's over on TechCrunch.com. You can find it in my author archive or Natasha's or just search for Charles Hudson. It'll pop up. Uh, but we wanted to share that chunk of it. So we hope you're well. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon.